0: Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJs cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJs cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey. But we want to reach this out to a wider audience. And doing all those things really help us out. So, once again, if you enjoy the PJs cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast, I'm your host Pierce, alongside of my good pal Schmitty, and unfortunately not Jimmy, to here to talk about the Leafs finally getting past the second, no, I'm just kidding, the Leafs lost in the first round, just like 2021, just like 2020, if you even count that, because that was the bubble and they technically weren't even in the playoffs, just like 2019, just like 2018, just like 2017, and of course, just like 2013.
1: It's almost like they do so, this a lot,
0: I don't know. <laughs> so... If they even win next year, they will have gone 19 years between winning a playoff series. And with Florida winning their playoff series, they now hold the longest drought in the NHL currently without a playoff series win. And I, I don't know if you got anything to say because I, I got some stuff to say, obviously. Um,
1: I'll let you go first.
0: Okay. Here's what I want to say. So in a <laughs> vacuum, that series, like... This is, I think, the only series the Leafs have played, like, they're a good team, and they played a team better than them, to as far as they could. Like, they took the Tampa Bay Lightning, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, to a Game 7, one-goal game. Like, in a vacuum, yeah, it sucks, but it's a great effort against a great team in Tampa Bay. However, this is the Toronto Maple Leafs. They blew a three-one lead last year against a far worse team than them in Montreal. They didn't even make technically didn't even make the playoffs in the bubble. They lost to Columbus, an average team, I would say. Twenty nineteen, you blew a three-two series lead against the Boston Bruins. Twenty eighteen, you're leading Game Seven in the third period, you blow the lead. Twenty seventeen, okay, they're the the new team. And twenty thirteen, again, they were just not that good, but. In a vacuum, that series loss is not the end of the world. But this team has lost in the first round, like, what is it? Five, five years, six years in a row now? Because 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So six years in a row now. They have not been able to get out of the first round. And I, I, I don't know what to say anymore. Like, uh, part of me is like, okay, they should probably just stay the course. Like, they were so close against Tampa Bay. I don't think they should make any rash decisions. I don't think they should fire Dubas and Keefe, which it sounds like they're not going to do anyway. So if you uh, watch like what happened with the Le- the Leafs uh, locker room cleanout, doesn't sound like they're going to trade any of their big four. Like if they were going to make any of these rash decisions, it would have been last year after that just horrible how the way they went out. But I my thing is is like I'm I'm I don't I don't want to talk about them anymore. Like until they do something, I just I I, I don't want to be like oh maybe this is the year they do it. Like I'm just gonna not talk about them I'm, I'm not gonna be like oh maybe they can do this year oh they're gonna do another first round exit again like I don't I don't know what to say I'm running out of things to say for this team so I'll let you take it away <laughs> how you feel um, about it.
1: I they are who they thought we were that's all I really have to say about that I'm pretty sure I even picked them to lose in seven to Tampa I yeah so I
0: did I I was bang on about that series, by the way. I said Toronto matches up so well to them, but it's the mental thing. Can they put their foot on the Tampa Bay's throat? They won the first game of the series. They could have gone up 2 nothing. They didn't. They won the third game of the series. They could have gone up 3-1. They didn't. They won game five of the series. They could have won game six or game seven. They didn't do either. It's still like.
1: Ugh. No, that's, that's more where I get tied up with this series. Because, like, everything you said is true. The Leafs. Arguably got their best performance out of their core they've gotten in any of these playoff runs. They have had – they had the depth scoring at the right times, I want to say, besides game seven. Yeah,
0: like David Campbell. Like,
1: like David yeah, you had two Camp. goals out of David Camp. Yeah. You're getting goals out of freaking, like, Colin Blackwell, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know, man. Like, Morgan Riley gave you two goals. You're getting the offensive production. Campbell was more than good enough to win this series for He me, was
0: just I as think. good as Vasilevsky. I thought the two goaltending tenders were great because those are two um,
1: offense. But that's just respect to the offenses because the yeah. offenses were playing so well this series, and it's just like you said, it's those little mental lapses. And I feel like if you would have told me that the core four would have performed the way they did going into like on on in like a on a box score standpoint, and they still had this series result, I would be genuinely surprised. Um, I, like you said, this is one of those series where like every other series, I feel like you could have pointed a finger at someone or something. You can't like wrong. last
0: year, it was definitely Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. Cause they did not show up yeah. when they needed to. And I know people can be like, Oh, Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews didn't show up in game seven, but I don't know. It's just like,
1: ugh, I, again, I, I, I won't, I won't hear that. Mitch Marner was their best player in game seven. I won't hear that. And they both accounted on the only goal the Leafs Scott. Mitch Marner looked like a bat out of hell in Game 7. And by the like way, he,
0: fuck anyone making fun of the situation that happened to Mitch Marner if you don't know about it already. Right?
1: God, hold it. We won't even get into do. that. But tells uh, you how fucking stupid people are. That's yeah, I'm, I'm just, gonna, that's all I'm just glad that.
0: Mitch Marner's okay, and that's all, that's all we're going to get into. Yeah.
1: Because holy shit. But, but, like, Pierce, like like you said about the Leafs, though, like, at this point, unless they make a move, which from what Dubas and Shanahan just said, they're going to be pretty patient with this. The only thing I've heard is Campbell might be up in the air. Um. It comes down to the same thing I think I said last year when they lost. Like, I don't care or what I said all year when they were good. Gives a shit what you do in the regular season. It's about what you do round one. And it, like you said, until you fucking win, I will not take what you did seriously. This was their best season in franchise history. Austin Matthews shattered almost every record in Leafs history. Every Leaf almost had career highs and everything it looked like. Didn't give a shit. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. You had the MVP. Still couldn't get past the first round. Probably going to win MVP. He should win MVP. Didn't matter. Probably have 200-point scores if Marner doesn't miss time. Matthew's got 60 goals in 72 games, and you still couldn't get it done. What does that say about your team? I don't know. What does that say about the way you built a team? A lot, in my opinion, but that's besides the point. And the question for Dubas now is, where do you go from here? And even where do you go from here? It's just... Like you said, I think you said it best, the best. Like, Kyle Dubas can't put a better team together, it feels like. This no. is the best you can do. And, like, to think he didn't even have, like, Rasmus Sandin, and they threw Lillian in the doghouse the first two games. So, on the back end, they're not going to see much difference. Um, at everyone who's probably sending death threats at Justin Hole, like, okay, he's Bloody probably up. not going to be a Leaf next year, just by default. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's just one of those teams where, like, yeah, they're going to have to make a move to really really make a difference, because like like it showed this year, Like, it's going to be a freaking dogfight in the Atlantic going forward. It doesn't help that Montreal just got the number one picks, or Shane Wright's in that division now. Like, No one's getting worse. You guys are getting more cap strapped, and this was the year you needed to do something. Not even just win a cup, win a fucking round, and you couldn't. And I'm just very curious to see where they go next.
0: Yeah, I agreed. Like, I, again, like compared to all the other first round series, like this is probably like the, I don't know if it's the easiest to stomach, but like you can look at it and be like, we took the defending back-to-back Stanley Cup champions to a game seven, one goal game. But at the end of the day, you still lost and that's, that's unacceptable.
1: Yep. over for three on the power in game seven. Um, just it, shooting into the lightning shins, every chance there could be like, you could just feel the life get suffocated out of the building. Mm -hmm. When Nick Paul got that second goal. Which,
0: congratulations to him. That's awesome. That's his first playoff series ever. And those are his first two playoff goals. That's awesome for him.
1: Yeah. And, like, Braden Point got hurt that it. Like, everything – the writing was on the wall for you to win that series.
0: As soon as Braden
1: Point gets dinged up in Game 7, you need to step on their throat. And you let the Lightning step on your
0: throat. Yeah. Because
1: they're the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, Tampa, like, they're – like –
0: they're not out of it, but like, like you can tell, they were starting to look a little gas. Like they don't look like the Tampa Bay Lightning of last year, but at the same time, like the way they won Game Seven, that's like that's the championship pedigree they have. That's a team that's won back-to-back Stanley Cup and has been on multiple deep playoff runs.
1: Mm-hmm. But, it just shows, yeah, it just shows the miles that that team has, and like, and it, and it's crazy too because you just look at that series. The Leafs, the Lightning were not the team that we would normally look at them as until game seven, I would argue like Mm -hmm. every game in that series. I feel like they were playing with their food until game seven. And I feel like that says a lot about that team. And it says a lot about what they think about the Leafs because the Leafs gave them their best and the Lightning were probably not even playing at their best. We probably won't see the Lightning at their best for another round or two. So,
0: if, that, if they even last that long because they got they will get into it obviously but they got it tough against florida but at the same I time
1: no i don't take florida seriously at all washington gave them that speaking of playing with their food true. washington gave them that series so
0: no you're right if the
1: lightning even remotely step on the gas they will beat florida sorry i'm just i don't mean to segue into that but it's just like no just, no I no we, like
0: soon. again like what else is there to say about the leafs they lost again like we can we can sit there and talk all they want, but they lost another playoff series where again, like their stars showed up for the like the most of the series, but they didn't show up when it mattered most. Like I saw I saw a graphic. It was like the most goals in like a, a game to clinch a series, and you see guys like Patrick Kane up, there, there's like Joe Pavelski, there's like Evgeny Malkin. Like, there when has Mitch Marner and Austin Matthew done that? I don't think they have ever have, at least not in a Maple Leafs uniform. So <sighs> again, like what, what else is there to say? Just there's going to be another offseason. It's, like, it, it's a cycle with the Leafs. It's like disappointing playoff loss off season, And there's like talks of, oh, Anders might get traded. Then they have a decent season. It's like, hey, maybe they can do something. And then round one, it's like, oh, like they have a, a tough matchup. And then they're like, okay, maybe we can do it. And then they lose again. Like it's just a vicious cycle mm-hmm. with the, the Leafs. So and like I was I was cheering for them to win, man. I wanted them to win, and it, it's, it sucks. Like I feel bad for their fans, but. Especially Curtis from Alberta. But anyways, yeah, let's stop talking about the Leafs. Let's get on to uh, – to uh, before we get into, like, preview any of the series, I want to talk about the teams that got knocked out. So you brought up the Caps just handing that series to Florida. They they totally did because they they were one Garnet-Hathaway empty netter goal from taking that series 3-1. And Garnet-Hathaway
1: skates 10 more feet up the ice. They probably win that series. And yep. I, I can – that's not even trying to look ahead considering there was a team that blew a 3-1 series lead. In this playoff, but it's just mm-hmm. like that takes the gas out of Florida skates immediately. And you let them walk right back into that series twice, might I mind you? Because you got to remember game yep. five too. They had a three nothing series, three nothing lane. game lead, blew that shit. And I'm pretty sure they had a leading game six too and blew that shit.
0: They probably did. It was still a close game. Like they could have easily won that game.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the Caps have no one to blame but themselves for that series. And yeah. I it, Like you said, though, it, really, it they're a team where I really don't know what they're going to do this offseason. I don't think they're going to go with any of those goalies again. I really don't. Maybe Sam Sonoff sticks around, but Vanacek's gone. There's no way. Is your
0: Blackhawk question
1: mark? One of them will be, probably. Mm-hmm. We'll give him, Colin Delia. Um, <laughs> give him some cash. He'll be, the,
0: uh, be the savior that they need with his 900
1: save percentage. Exactly. But, like... I've, I remember just telling this to Connor when they kept signing all these guys, little eight-year deals, and I'm like, yeah, those first three years is not the problem with those eight-year deals. It's the back half when they're in their 30s and declining, and this team's getting older and more expensive by the day. And it's one, it's becoming harder for young talent to even crack the roster because of one, Peter Laviolette and two, just the way the roster's built. So guys like Michael and LaPierre aren't going to get the ice time they need in terms of just prospects and they don't even have prospects because they've sold off so much to lose in round one over the years. Yep. I
0: would want to do since they won the cup.
1: Yeah. Like, what do you do? What do you do? You have so many guys locked up more than three years that are all over the age of 30 and have major injuries on their belt. Tom Wilson just tore his ACL from the sounds of it. Um, Yeah. Like it's very bleak in Washington right now. This was the year they needed to make like that master run, and it looked like they might have for a little bit. It looked like they might have snuck out of a I round. I really or thought they
0: were going to beat Florida. Like after, especially after Game Three, but like after Game Four, I'm like, uh, I think Florida. That was like such a huge momentum swinging game for that series. I like, I don't think after Game Four, if after Washington blow, I'm like, I don't think they won that series.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh, I know Caps fans aren't going to love this, and I'm going to go back to this argument from last offseason. We always talk about trading high. Um, If you want to really get some cap space and get some retool space, you could trade up getting Kuznetsov and get a damn good return right now because of the season he had and the playoff he had. He had a tremendous resurgence. He actually isn't an underpayment or an overpayment. He could argue he's an underpayment at this point, still has term. That's the kind of guy where if a team's looking to make him one more top six forward acquisition like an L.A. or something, you could really make an interesting move or something and try to maybe retool that roster and make them younger. And maybe I don't want to say give Ovechkin and Basham one last chance because like obviously you just keep everyone and then just hope to God they don't get hurt again. But you can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? You can't bank on TJ Oshie for 82 games anymore. You can't bank on Tom Wilson for 82 games anymore. You can't bank on Alex Ovechkin for 82 games anymore. You need more bodies. So I'm just curious to see what they do.
0: So yeah, I want to take a look at the Caps, uh, caps uh, cap situation. Um, so Ovechkin after this season, like this offseason, he'll still have another four years at $9.5 Nicholas Backstroms will have three years at 9.2. Both Ovechkin and Backstrom are 36 and 34, by the way. I think Ovechkin's going to turn 37 later this year, and then same with uh, Backstrom, he turns 35. Evgeny Kuznetsov, he turns 30 in, like, a few days. He's still got three years left at 7.8. TJ Oshie, he turns 36 later this year, and after this he's still got another three years left at 5.75. I know he had a very good playoffs. Like, he was probably the Caps' best player, but, like, just the way he plays, like, I'd never want to wish it, but, like, he might just be one, like, injury away from, like, him being. He only played, like, 30
1: games this year. Like, you got to remember that. He was not healthy all regular seasons. So, you're not getting an 82-game motion anymore. And that's the key when he's making that much freaking money. <laughs> yeah, for that, uh. at least, At least they have um elite player in his own right, Connor.
0: Shearer. Connor Shea, that's right. They got him locked up for another year at $1.5 million. Go!
1: <laughs> Two
0: times Stanley Cup champion Connor Sherry.
1: And they got downtown Nick Dowd. Better watch out. Like honestly.
0: <laughs> um John Carlson is gonna be 33 in January. After this, he'll still have another four years at eight million dollars. Yeah, like they got they got a lot of money tied up. They are they're hoping to keep these big guns together, maybe go on a deep run, and it just hasn't worked. And now you that's the price you pay for uh, not winning and trying to go for these deep playoff runs and you don't win. <laughs>
1: Maybe he trade Anthony Mantha, too, because he hasn't really – he's a guy who can't stay healthy and has not really found a home here. So, and he's still yeah, got after, young and has value. So Yeah, after
0: this, he's got a couple of years left at 5.7. I bet someone would take that on.
1: I mean, they, they, I mean the Gaps took it on. So
0: someone will <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, just a lot of question marks in Washington. Well, yeah, and,
0: and yeah, like their prospect pool, Ooh.
1: Not good. Worse than the yeah. Hawks, arguably.
0: Yeah, not saying a lot. Holy, like they have Hendricks here. I think Connor McMichael played a f- couple playoff games, but like no one that's like, holy shit, they're gonna help. Like at least keep prop this open for another year or two, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get yeah. What you mean. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Washington. Like we and we're gonna like kind of segueing on to the other teams, like. Penguins lost the Bruins lost like these teams that have been dominated for the past decade and a half almost pretty much they're they're out in the playoff out in the uh, first round um, I don't know which one you want to talk about first Penguins or Bruins but ooh the Penguins we'll go to the Penguins because they blew a 3-1 Penguins are very interesting because Evgeny Malkin UFA Brian Rust, UFA. Casper Kapanen is an RFA with arbitration rights. Ricardo Raquel is a UFA. Um, Ivan Rodriguez is a UFA. He's definitely going to get an increase. Chris Letang is a UFA. And, yeah. They, they should have won that series. I saw the Fresh thing. I think they're, like... Uh, the, I think Pittsburgh got an expected goals percentage in that series of 65%. And, and then the Rangers only had 35, and they still lost. They're up 3-1, like... <laughs> I, oh man, like that's just, that's just like a huge gut punch for the Penguins because that's, that really might be their last kick at the can. Like I, you never want to count the Penguins out because it seems like everywhere it's like, oh, maybe the Penguins finally drop off, but they always find a way. They always find these Mark Donks and these Buzz flipbits, but oh man, they, it's going to be a tough off season because how do you, How do you keep all those guys that I mentioned as UFAs and looking at their cap space, they don't have a lot of it. Actually they have 29 million, but like it's going to, it's going to be close, especially if you want to keep all those guys.
1: Yep. And it's, it's one of those series that there's two sides of the coin, obviously to blowing that three, one series lead. There's a side of, they had a lead in almost every game in that series where they were. That's a huge thing too. Like, Like you just couldn't hang on to a lead. They let well, in every single game, I'm pretty sure. It's terrible. And also, I I can't stress this enough. They were starting Louis fucking Domingue the whole I mean, season. great story, but, like, jeez. It's ugh. a third-string goalie. Yeah. He's going to let in stinkers, and I think game six was the perfect well, the example. Oof. Oh, oh,
0: that's when it all turned around when freaking Chris Kreider threw that iPad out of anger.
1: I'm it... – Penguins should be kicking themselves right now, and it didn't help that Crosby got a concussion and was missing games. Like they were so they were limping at the end of that series, and they yeah. still
0: almost won. But they still, yeah, they still should have won, man. They were the better team, but the, again, like the goaltending. A lot of these series can be close, and if you can get safe from your goalie, and you can, that can always be the difference there. Yep, that was huh. the that was the difference with Toronto Tampa Bay got the big save when you needed it. And it was a big one in this series. Shosturkin, as much as like the Penguins, I think the big thing going into that series was like your Shosturkin, like waving or what was it that a video of him and like the Penguins fans were like, Oh, like they, like took offense to that. And, and, and and, like the first like four games, it looked like you, like you really like, like they were getting to him, but then, the, the the last three games he got the wins he made the big saves when he needed to and, and he had a freaking beautiful assist on that one goal where oh, he yeah. just flipped it up the ice to Zabana Jad.
1: He was yeah it was a really nice play. Like I didn't expect him to that, that was just a series of ups and downs for Igor. Like I am him a lot of credit because he had some rough games in there at one point <laughs> and he toughed it out but like I have no fucking faith in that Ranger team at all. Like Ugh. they are going to get lapped by Carolina. Probably so. Yeah, that'll be fun. Hmm. But it's unfortunate for Pittsburgh because I think there's going to be a lot more changes than people realize. Because from what it sounds like they were lowballing Malkin and Latang during the oh season. Oh my god! What was it?
0: Five times three. Uh,
1: that... it's okay. Yeah. Good job, guys. That'll go over swimmingly. An Idiots and
0: Christopher Latang's going to Ottawa, even though Ottawa already fired Pierre McGuire. That was his job just to make sure Chris Latang gets to Ottawa.
1: My work here is done. Oh my gosh,
0: he didn't do anything.
1: And then, like going back to Washington, they're just going to double down and go sign Malkin when Pittsburgh can't get him, <laughs> uh, like they've done before when they send
0: or picking Niskan in that one off. They, dude, they've yes, got a
1: lot of Justin Schultz thing. too, baby. Don't forget yep. Justin Schultz. Carl Haglin, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm missing Connor that. Sherry. Connor they just Sherry love the that. Penguins garbage, so go get more. <laughs> now they'll go get Mark Jankowski. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Buffalo legend, Mark Jankowski.
1: It's funny, though, because, like you said, like you have two guys who dominated the 2010s, now shifting to Boston. And Boston, they, they were in that series till the end. And it, I feel like it just comes down to, if you start swimming game one, I wonder what happens. Mm-hmm. I genuinely wonder. McAvoy getting COVID sucks, too. That didn't help They things. still won the game without him, though. They still They're won like, the game, sucked. though. Yeah.
0: Boston's like it, probably the one series where like out of the Penguins, Caps, and Bruins, where I'm like they didn't blow it. Like they, they pretty much gave everything they have. I'm pretty for the most part. Like, yeah, Carolina's just a damn good team.
1: Yeah, I mean it just came down to the, their depth. Score. Like that third line that I was talking about all regular season, they went ice cold in the playoffs. Their bottom six did not perform at all, which is key um you talk to Boston fans they're all pointing fingers at Don Sweeney right now for not putting in a firepower on this team going into the postseason which there could be an argument for that regard as Boston's always been a pretty top-heavy team and they ended up upgrading on the back end which I don't really necessarily think they needed with guys like Mike oh, Riley yeah. back there you wonder
0: like but- even though he signed sounds that you wonder if they instead of spending money and like giving Hampus to home that contract and trading assets, like if they went after Thomas, or, like he'd be such a perfect
1: fit in Boston. Yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't. I like you said. I they just addressed the wrong part of the team and. From what it looked like if Bergeron's futures up in the air right and now,
0: and that's the, that's the huge thing. Like if you got a hurdle and sign him to that contract, it isn't. I think it was like an eight times eight. It isn't the best contract, but like you got us at least you got a center going forward because Eric Holla as your first, your second line center. Like <laughs> if Bergeron leaves, that's your best center.
1: Your best center is gonna be Charlie Coyle. Good lord, yeah. Um, Yeah, but Bergeron leaves, there's no way around it. Like, that team's not the same. I think that's, like, a lot of that
0: hinges on Bergeron because that's how good of a player he is. He's got nominated for the Selkie today, and he should win that in a landslide if you just look at all the metrics and even just the eye test. Like, Bergeron has been the premier two-way forward of the past, like, decade. At his
1: age, too. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. If he steps away from the game coming off, like, a 60-point season, a Selkie and a very good playoff performance, like, that it's just it's just wild. It, it really sucks too because this Bruins team really was a game away from a cup. They just fucking laid an egg in Game Seven against the Blues. Um, it yeah. just you really gotta wonder like if they win that cup, what changes? Because like they've had some, no one really talks about it, but they they've had some interesting playoff losses the last few years. They got beat by Tampa. They had that tough one to the Islanders last year, which don't, not a lot of people talk about, where they just kind of got out one, one, yeah. And they yeah. hmm I don't know, man. I, there's a lot of question marks in Boston right now. And I...
0: The biggest it's not going to be... Yeah, if Bergeron stays, I feel like that solves a lot because there's your first line center and, like,
1: arguably your best player. Yeah. Because, like, if he's gone, it's not going to be, like, when left. Like, no. McAvoy was there already. There's not, like, a... Jack Stanique is not Patrice Bergeron.
0: You know what no, I mean? it,
1: John and carlson huge... is not Patrice Bergeron. Like... Yeah, those
0: are some huge, like, those are some huge shoes to fill. Like, again, like you brought up, like, when they went from Chara and Krug to McAvoy, like, McAvoy was already at that high level, but, and, like, Krug and Chara kind of down on the downswing, but, like, Bergeron is still the best two-way forward in the NHL, and you don't really have any center depth after, after him.
1: No, it's... And um, I know someone brought up, like, Taves might be a match in
0: Boston. <laughs> I saw that. How in the hell? But, I mean, like, if,
1: if Bergeron retires, the Yenny Malkin, the Boston will be the number one thing.
0: Hey, Cole <laughs> Giroux. I,
1: I don't Holy think shit, Giroux should have went to the Bruins. Oh, my God.
0: I think he wanted to go to Florida, though, but, like, if Boston throws the money at him.
1: I'm Florida getting gift wrapped the best. No one talks about that enough. How Giroux Taylor hauled his way to Florida. Like, no one talks about that enough. And then everyone's just like, oh, what a terrible trade return. And it's like, yeah, because that's the only you place he'd play.
0: Giroux, Giroux can do that because he, he earned that clause. He was there and there for Philadelphia for a while. So I'm not going to be like, oh, Clugs well, t- is a douchebag.
1: It's not even that. I'm just saying, like. No one taught It's just like not talked about enough. Like when Hall did it, everyone talking was talking about it. I feel like, but I don't know. So bad the Buffalo Sabers were. All Sabers, anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like the, like the Caps, the Penguins, and the Bruins. Those were the, all the models of consistency all out in the first round. Caps haven't won a playoff series in 2018 when they won the cup. Same with the Penguins; they haven't won since 2018. The Bruins actually like since 2018 they had one around at least every year 2018 they beat Toronto 2019 they were again a game away from the cup 2020 they won i think they beat Carolina in the first round again and then 2021 they beat Washington so this is the first time they're out in the first round since 2017 when they lost to fucking Ottawa
1: remember that yeah that was um that was a matchup that was, like, the last year Boston was, like, middling. <laughs> now mm-hmm. they're probably going to be back to middling. So, oh, gee, can't wait for them to draft Pasternak at 25th again. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, they're going to play.
1: Maybe is going to be, like, a 90-point player now. It's going to be awesome. Ugh, jeez. I don't know. Did we, did we talk about the Wild? Or am I yeah. – Do we need to talk about the Wild? <laughs> wild. Wild. I think we talked about them on the last show because they were already yeah. eliminated. But, like, it just it, the same thing that always gets said about the Wild needs to be said. You guys had to win this year, and they couldn't even get around. Yep. They got manhandled by St. Louis at points in that series. And that's a team that's not built to get manhandled. No. I don't know. And then, like, you know, they're pointing fingers at Flurry, and then they don't give him a start in game six, and Talbot goes in ice cold. Yeah. Which like, what
0: did you expect to happen with that?
1: Like Not putting Talbot in a good situation, not putting the team in a good situation. That's just whatever. It's the same thing with, like, putting Jari in in game seven. I, we never even talked about that. Like, that. that's another thing where it's like you're not putting the goalie in a situation to succeed. First game in, like, a week or two is going to be an elimination game. Like, you're – a lot of questionable decisions from Dean Evison and that's a shame because I'm one of his truthers. So, and um, it's just it's tough because Kaprizov really played his ass off that series, and no one else could Dude, even he had try
0: seven to step goals up in six games. And where were, Kevin Fiala, like he was nowhere to be found that series.
1: That's probably that's
0: probably it as him for him.
1: Oh, he's gone. There's no way. Like they've already like if you listen to their uh, locker room exit interviews, like yep. they're already talking like he's gone. Like they're saying Rossi's gonna be competing for a roster spot. So I Absolutely assume. True. Well, yeah, but I assume he'll just take that top six role. But like, you really got to look at some of those guys that got signed long term that didn't show up this postseason. You like, I mean, Greenway kind of did a little bit, but like you got you got guys that just like Marcus Foligno didn't do a damn thing, and he was such a big pivotal part of that team during the regular season. You got guys like like I know he was good in the regular season, but like you can't count on Frederick Gaudreau in your top six every game. Oh man, they
0: gotta they gotta upgrade on uh, on center. Like I, I said this in the preview, like St. Louis has got O'Reilly, Shen, and like yeah, you know Zach like, even like
1: come
0: on, yeah. Like and you just look at Minnesota like Ryan Harvin's your first line center, Frederick Gaudreau is in your second line, and that's but I think that could be a like that could be an opportunity for someone like Marco Rossi to really step up because I think he can be that guy. But ugh, they really got to upgrade
1: at center. Yeah, I mean they got Erickson-Eck. but like, like yeah,
0: Erickson-Eck is their best center. He's playing on the third line and he, may, he forms a great line with Greenway and
1: and Foligno. But ugh, yeah, they they need that guy who's gonna they need that guy who's gonna put consistent points with Kaprizov and um or not even with Kaprizov. But they need the guy who's gonna be on the other line and it's going to be able to produce on its own. And I don't know what center that's going to be, but like you said, it could be Rossi. I hope it's Rossi. Um, but, like, like they got all that dead cap space now coming up. Like, they are yeah. going to be well, in a situation certainly. where they can't buy. No. Like, I don't know. They, their prospects, I know they got a good prospect pool, but, like.
0: How I many of them are ready to take over and play a big role? Because you're going to have to get rid of some salary.
1: Like not everyone's gonna have an immediate transfer like Matt Boldy did. Let's just put it that way. Like Matt what Matt Boldy did, not every prospect's going to do for you. And even
0: now. he did, he kinda of slowed down a little bit.
1: Yeah. Like, like you I don't just, really
0: do anything in the playoffs. At least from what I saw.
1: Yeah. Uh the Wilder, one of those teams where this was really the year where they had to do something, and they... They,
0: just... they could have, man. Like, I, I did choose St. Louis to, to to win that series. Like, it was such an evenly matched series. Like, I'm like... it probably go seven, but I could very much well see Minnesota coming out of it, and no. And the most tragic part of all, the Blackhawks don't even get a first-round pack.
1: Yeah, they're a bunch of fucking frauds. <laughs> like, Jesus. Or like, fraud- cock-teasing us for flower getting Or, like, mid-a-soda, am I right? Uh, yeah, because they got
0: Jacob Middleton.
1: <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, they're <laughs> a bunch of frauds. Can't wait for them to trade Matt Dumba finally.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's like that's like one of those guys where it's like every year, does Matt Dumba get traded? No, we actually like, work could keep him. like him. Um, I like him. Apparently they want to bring Flurry back.
1: That's a choice, I guess. Like, Sure. I don't, like, they treated you like shit from what it looked like. <laughs> so.
0: Only Chicago appreciates them. Hey, I'm Pittsburgh too. Pittsburgh
1: yeah, best. Yeah, whatever. It's a shame. And it's funny because, like, they'll probably be fine. But, like, Winnipeg just interviewed Trotz. If they get trots, they're going to make the playoffs. I can put, I will bet the house on that. Sorry. you yeah,
0: he'll make, like, like, he'll make, like, Logan Stanley the next, like, Adam Pellick
1: like the worst <laughs> defensively like the worst defensive team in the NHL is going to get the best defensive head coach. Mm-hmm. That's and they already can score. That up, the yeah.
0: bare minimum makes them a wild card team. You got Connor Hallberg, If going to make that defense even average.
1: They're, they they yeah, probably make. They it. got the Connors, bro. Like literally Kyle Connor will drop 10 goals to make sure they don't let up a hunt like 20 more. I can assure you. But um like that division's only gonna get tougher. I mean, I won't say it's only gonna get tougher because the Central's such a mystery box. I feel like this offseason. season because you got teams like Nashville that are I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know what Nashville. And they're probably gonna lose like Forsberg. You got teams like Dallas. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're probably still gonna go for it. They have cap space. Great, they might but... do something stupid. But Klingberg's gonna walk. So like, who knows? Like Winnipeg just said, don't know what they're doing. Don't know what St. Louis is going to do, even when they finish this playoff run, because they still have a couple question marks on their roster. Colorado, even
0: yeah, we're going to get their marks. boys for next year. You know, <laughs> Padres
1: up. Like yeah. they got they got question marks. I mean, the Blackhawks they suck. Coyotes they suck. We don't talk about them. We but, um, know that already. We don't need to talk. What team am i missing. I'm missing a team. No, I'm not. But um, Minnesota's yeah, they are. What are you gonna do now? Like you could either hang around and be in the same spot you've been for the last check notes decade and a half, hmm? which is just the third seed to wild card in the central, or are you gonna finally make legitimate moves to put this franchise forward to win? Because I thought that was this year, but apparently it's. Not I did too. So, and uh, let's put it this way: I think the Kaprizov signed five years or eight years. I think it was five. Five. Years. Yeah, so uh, you got four more Perfect. years. To figure this shit out, or he's gone. So. <laughs> This is like the Austin Matthews thing. You you don't get to waste those years you have in with. As in creations. both
0: of them are coming to Chicago. Yeah.
1: Scenes when like both play with Lucas Reichel.
0: <laughs> and Carter on <laughs> a separate line. Oh.
1: there it is. Nasty. Baby. Oh my god. Um. But yeah, they're. Wild pissed me off because this really should have been the year they did something and they didn't yep. even squander a playoff win. This
0: was the year was supposed to get us the first round pick and they couldn't even do that. So Failed me for the last time. <laughs> you you brought up Barry Trotz being hired or like interviewed by the Jets. Uh the Vegas Golden Knights fired Peter DeBoer.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Eichel has literally fired, like, eight coaches.
0: <laughs> he was there – he played, what, for, like, three months or whatever if that? Like, three months? The board never even made sense there, though. That's the problem. No, I, I still don't understand why they fired Gallant, but, I mean.
1: Who are the – I just – Vegas is such a shit show. Like, I – Every player has to be like walking on a minefield there unless you have a no move clause. Like, unless you're Mark Stone, like, you're probably just like, is my job safe? Like, it's that can't be a fun situation to be in right now. Like, they are
0: literally like, oh, sh- like, ooh, shiny toy. They are,
1: <laughs> they are average NHL 22 franchise mode
0: players. Yeah, exactly.
1: Which are better every year at cost of team morale. But what mm-hmm. will that do? Only misses the playoffs. Well, the thing, I, uh,
0: I wish more teams were like that, but at the same time, like, the I'm way they handle say, some of the shit. A,
1: there's a fine line, dude. Yeah,
0: you got to find that fine line.
1: Yeah, like, there's a difference between going for it the first year in your franchise's existence and trading your, franchise, your first ever franchise draft pick without even telling you. There's a huge difference, and there's also a huge difference between that and trying to trade someone who has a no-movement clause and then trying to weasel your way out of it by pointing a finger at someone else when knowing damn well it's just you being a little weasely scum rat. So... Um... I don't know, man. I really have no sympathy for Vegas. I'm gonna be honest. They they dug their grave on this one. Like you can deal with all those 30 year olds that have all those issues. You could deal with Mark Stone now not being able to play defense apparently from what I've heard. But the bad back. Yeah, have fun with that.
0: <laughs> Robin Leonard has to get surgery, he doesn't like you
1: know. <laughs> future Blackhawk Robin Leonard that y'all hate and wear shirts that say like that scrutinize
0: no, into the are, games. Do yeah, we say what you want about the Blackhawks? Like as
1: a fan base, but we you know, were treat the goalie like shit, that's for sure. Yeah. Unless you are legitimately shit, then you're gonna be like if you're I'm calling Delia. <laughs> Except <laughs> even, even then, like half the Even like, with Delia plays well, we at least give him his due. Like yeah. it's not like it's not like the guy's literally gonna have a one game, and the next game they're like, Oh, get him out of here. Like <laughs> he has no place here, get him the hell out of here. Seriously. Oh my gosh. It's so stupid. So I kind of
0: want to segue on to, to to Dallas and L.A. losing, because then we can segue into the Battle of Alberta after that we can actually get into the predictions. I just kind of wanted to touch on the teams that got kicked out of the playoffs. So Dallas, short and short, they did not deserve to win that series. Jake Onger, he deserved every little bit of that. He deserved to win that series, but the team in front Jake of him. Awesome. And here's the thing. So Jake Onger put on that amazing performance. He plays for Dallas. He's in the central. Minnesota Wild just signed Jesper Walstead, who had a great year in Sweden. Minnesota's in the Central. Nashville Predators just signed Yaroslav Askarov. They're in the Central. They still have UC Saros. Winnipeg has Connor Hellebuck.
1: So. Love the point you're trying to make here. It's great. About how the Blackhawks are fucked for the next decade, but thank you. Thank you. You
0: know what? That only works in our favor for Connor Bedard. Does so. it, it's
1: not like we gave them the pick for Jake Ottinger or anything, right? Oh, oh, no, no. no, it's not like Stan <laughs> Bowman had his Leaf moment. No, no, no. No, it's not like Stan Bowman had his Leaf moment the day he traded Panarin and Jalmerson and then gave the Stars Ottinger all in a day. All in a day.
0: By the way, the Stars completely rebuilt their team in one draft. Like, fourth overall, Hayeskin They got Jake Onger, what was it, 26th or 27th? And then they got Jason Roberts in 39th overall. Like, that's crazy.
1: It's not fair.
0: (laughs) No, it really is. The Blackhawks need that kind of draft, but
1: they don't have a fucking
0: top 10 pick. Whatever, anyways.
1: We don't even have a top 50 pick, buddy. Come on now.
0: Like, hey, we got the 38th overall pick, I'm pretty sure.
1: And yeah, you know what? True. Hey, you know
0: They're what? <laughs> if the Edmonton Oilers win this playoff series, we get a second
1: round pick. <laughs> Give me pick 60. The early playoff.
0: 60s Can't second round playoff. pick or whatever it is. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, um, hats up to Jake Godger. That was probably one of – that might actually be the best goaltending performance I've ever seen. Like, holy shit. And there's going to be people like, oh, oh you made all those saves, but he couldn't stop that Gaudreau shot. Like, one, he fucking – even if you think it's a bad goal, he carried the team on his
1: back. He made, like, 60 fucking saves before yeah. that in and that Gaudreau, game alone. And Johnny Gaudreau just sniped that. Like, Dude, Johnny uh, Gaudreau finally beat his demons that series. Holy yeah. shit.
0: Because yeah. you, I think you and I in particular, like, r- we really, like, t- not tough on Johnny Goodrill, but, like, skeptical, like, he's always... He past- hasn't done it, after.
1: Yeah. Like, had
0: well, these- at least
1: since 2015. 2015 he did it that year against Calv- or uh, Vancouver, but, like... That's it? That's, like, four other playoff runs. That's seven right. years That's- ago, man. Exactly. And, like... I feel like those stars for Calgary got better that series when the stars for the stars got colder. Also, Ropey Hintz getting hurt in Game 7 did not help no. at all. Um, you know, one of the three guys who scores for Dallas gets hurt. Yeah, they're probably not going to win. You know What's the um,
0: funniest thing of that of that Game 7 was every person that scored except for Gaudreau, that was their first goal of the series. <laughs> One Long that game. speaks to that one that speaks to like how good the goalies were and like how close of a like a series that was to me that was the best series of the West like that was low key aggressive. Oh, yeah. There was and fifteen. I, to,
1: there was twenty nine total goals scored I think in the series. It's
0: seven games. That's like barely over
1: four. Two goals, goals a game. game. Two yeah. goals a game. Like per team or four goals yeah. a game total, but like. It literally was dead even the entire series until the uh-huh. Game 7 overtime winner. And it's just hats off to both those. It's, it's crazy, too, because, like, Jake Ottinger should be getting all the, like...
0: Mirror Haskin was great, too.
1: Mir Haskinen is a playoff performer. Like, I've been saying this for years. Since that 2019 playoff run where the Stars got to the end of the second round and Haskin was carrying... That was
0: exa- That's exactly what that game reminded me of. St. Louis, Dallas, Game 7, Ben Bishop just fucking owning them. Yep. And then they can only do speaking so Much, yeah. By this time it's Johnny Gaudreau.
1: Yeah, exactly. This time it's an actual elite player, so you can't feel too bad. Um, what I was gonna say is like Ot or not. Ottinger had a great series, but Marsham also had a great series too. Yeah, like Marsham. Like Ottinger
0: was a better goalie, but Marsham was also incredible, and he's just not getting his due.
1: Markstrom made some crazy saves that series, too. Just Yeah, he made, like,
0: a breakaway save, like, with a few minutes left in the game when it was tied. He made, like, the stars were good in, like, the first half of overtime. And, like, he made a couple of key saves, but then Calgary really just took over, and finally they solved Ottinger.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's a tough loss, uh, especially for Dallas, because I really don't know. Like we said, we don't know what Dallas is going to do this offseason. Um, Calgary, they it's a I think they, massive series uh, win, like,
0: Let's take a look at their cap friendly,
1: shall we? I? I already got a all up. not pretty. I know they have cap space, but it's not pretty. Yeah, because uh, they got to resign
0: Robertson. Yeah, that's
1: not going to be cheap. That's not no, going to be cheap. probably not. That's uh, bridges, but, like...
0: Dude, Radulov has got... Radulov got scratched. How bad of a year did he have?
1: He's been Re- banged up all year. Yeah. He's, not the, he's not the same player anymore.
0: Ooh, 22 points in 71. Yeah,
1: no, okay, that makes he's sense. He's not the same player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, that's the problem. I, that, they're an old team. They're they're just like Washington. They're an old team, except they've never won with that core. And the guy Like yeah, Gurionov's not points
0: seventy three games. He's an RFA. I don't think he's back. He might get traded.
1: But he's for also Nick- in the coach's oh, yeah. doghouse. That's like a strong, no. That's like a strong thing, though. He's in the, he's in the coach's doghouse, so he's probably going to go somewhere and be better, if anything. Chicago for Nicholas Bodin. <clears throat> Facts. Um. <laughs> like uh, they're paying Radic Foxa for like three more years. Like,
0: on Jersey RF, literally, arguably their two best players. Definitely their two best players of the future are both RFAs this offseason. And then they only got one year left of Rupe hence at $3 million, which is incredible. <laughs> and then
1: they got Pavelski at one more year, then he's probably gone. So, like, yeah. but you yeah, got Ben and Sagan locked up for a fuck ton of money. At least they're getting, Jeez, like, 50 points I a season. I am not.
0: I think, it, I think it came out that Tyler Sagan had, like, an injured foot or something. Broken
1: foot since game one. Like, yeah. Why well. are you skating?
0: <laughs> There's so many, like, I, I, like, it's cool to see players, like, toughen it out for one game. But when you're playing a whole series like like that, like, for example, like, Patrice Bergeron, like, he played a puncture line. He probably shouldn't do that. But, like, it was for one game. Man. Like, if, if it's, like, that big of a game, game six of the stack of final, I could at least be like, okay. This is a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but, like, jeez, man, like, you're injured for the whole series, like, it's always this discussion, Tyler Johnson with a broken wrist, like, okay, yeah, you would at 50%, like, 50% Tyler Johnson, could you put someone in your lineup that's at 100% and probably just as good as him, you know, like, ugh, and then, like, Matt Dumbo, like, had, what, what was it, a broken rib or something? And he played, like, that, like for, like, a month, too, like, or so. Like, something like that. I I, ugh, I don't get it.
1: It's, like, a mental thing. But, like, we talk about all the time. Like, there's got to be a time when, like, it's not about mental toughness, guys. It's about just making sure your body's going to last. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've seen it with the Blackhawks. Like, guys like Seabrook and guys like Tate. Those, those hard miles. Yeah, yeah, Kane's now getting the miles, finally. Like, it's obviously he's still performing, but, like. You see it on these guys. Like, these injuries add up over time. And a guy like Sagan, who has been banged up so much. He's played
0: a lot. Like, he's been in the league for 10 years now, at least. Yeah,
1: and he was – this is a guy guy that you always said, Pierce, was a consistent 70-point guy for, like, a nine-year stretch. And these injuries have just – they've had that point total almost at this
0: point. Ooh, no movement clause for Sagan and Ben. (laughs) They're
1: not good. So – no, At least they got to... Ottinger and Robinson. Better pay them.
0: At <laughs> least oh, like Sagan <laughs> got a goal, or no, or yeah, he did get a goal, but like, like on a broken
1: foot. Yeah, but so well, like, what's it? What's his excuse? Right. Jamie Ben's such a bum. Oh my god. He's literally just fucking worse. How did no, that dude no, win an no, Art? No, no, no. Literally, if Patrick Kane doesn't break his clavicle, that dude literally has no like achievements in his career ever because he would never win a fucking Art Ross. No. Like honestly, screw John Tavares for not getting enough points to beat him that year. Or Crosby. <laughs> like they're both yeah, Crosby, yeah. They're both fraudulent as fuck for that in 2015. I will not I will die on that hill. 87 point Art Ross trophy winner. Oh yeah. Fuck if Kane stayed healthy, he would have won that easy. easy. Kane had like over a point a game in like 60 games and got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. I I have no like I could care less for the stars right now. They, yeah. got them, they put themselves and in. And if they if
0: they won, oh,
1: jeez, I would have hated everything. I hope would have just skated them out the building every fucking game, honestly. like I would have been more bad at
0: Calgary than Dallas because, like, come
1: on. Oh, just another first-round exit. Just another disappointing playoff loss to Dallas, might I mind you.
0: Yeah. Uh, right? Again, back to Calgary. Like, they raced some playoff demons. They finally got past the first round, and Johnny Gaudreau got a huge goal. Win. Like, Gaudreau got better as the series and series got on. Every game. Yeah.
1: Gotta... All their stars did. I don't think the point total show, but Kachuk got better every game. Lindholm yeah. got better every game? Really? Um
0: Yeah. Really the whole team did, I think. Like even though they lost game six,
1: like it was it was just can... such a close series. Freaking Milan Lucic was noticeable that series in a good way. Like that's how. That was we know Michael it. Stone, dude? He got a
0: goal and like he was like just shooting the puck every time we had. that. Uh, he was like in for Tanov and like I saw Flames fans were like praising him. Like that yeah. can't be easy. It's.
1: But obviously, the
0: the MVP for the the Calgary Flames is Brady Kachuk. <laughs> Did you see? Yeah. <laughs> game, holy crap. I respect that, because, like, whenever, like, you, you always see those interviews of NHL players, like, oh, I don't want to watch the playoffs, I just turn off my mind, and blah, 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 and they're just so boring, and you just see Brady Kachuk crashing beers at a, at a Flames game, cheering for his brother, who isn't even in the same, on the same team as him, so, mm-hmm. respect, that, respect to Brady Kachuk showing an ounce of personality.
1: Facts. I mean,
0: that's just a Kachuk thing, isn't it? They have the Kachuk yeah. cam now on TNT broadcast. Yeah, you yeah. had a, a freaking little kid on his shoulders. Like, you would expect a dad to do that. And you just like turn around. And it's like, oh, it's Brady Kachuk. <laughs> right. Oh man, but I'm Dallas. Like, I, I I I don't care for Dallas. Like, I hate the way they play. I would have hated if they moved on. So thank God Calgary won. But like, I feel so bad for Jake onger yeah, I think he was going
1: to the Worlds now, isn't he? Or is that Swayman? I
0: think no, it's Swayman. Swayman. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh well. Well, Allinger have a, have a good off season and get paid heavily because you deserve.
0: Oh yeah. To get paid. Yep. Um, Oilers won as well. So we've, the last team we're going to cover, like before we get into the playoff previews, so the, the LA Kings. Um, they lost like that game seven. My like that might be the most lopsided two nothing game like. When you look at the scores, close, but, like, Edmonton, basically, from right from the puck drop, they were the better team. And, like, I had no doubt in my mind they were going to lose that game, especially after Connor McDavid just scored that fucking incredible goal. Like, I'm like, this is over. Like, LA just didn't really have thing left in the tank. And, you know what? Good for Edmonton. Like... I feel like like the Oilers have proven us wrong like a couple times this year. Because I remember in January, the Oilers were state like they were off, like they were out of the playoffs but I remember Julian McKenzie came on, he's like, hot take, I don't think they Oilers always make the playoffs and I think all of us agreed and everything like suggested that they would. And then they fired their head coach, might I add, by the hands of the Blackhawks. <laughs> we helped them turn their season around and they may reward us with a second round pick. <laughs> but no, like <laughs> They they've turned they've turned that team around like obviously Connor McDavid's Connor McDavid do Leander Draisaitl like he he's clearly hurt like he has a, I think he has like a higher ankle sprain he's still doing great and like it's just it's just nice to see Edmonton win Connor McDavid particularly and like they're getting contributions from like Connor McDavid's obviously doing the the heavy lifting but like Cody C got the game winner against them that's so funny to me that the Maple Leafs lost. Lost in the first round again, and then a the former Maple Leaf scores the game-winning goal in Game Seven. That is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. But we deserve this. We deserve Battle of Alberta. Like both Calgary and Edmonton kind of had to exercise some demons. Like none of them have really gone on long playoff runs. Like, and one of them is going to head to the conference final. So, yeah. Now that we're kind of like LA. They they really don't have to worry about much. Like they just like Dustin Brown's retired. Yeah, exactly. House money—they're going to be better. Like th- this might not even be the last like L.A. Edmonton series we see. So, anyways, let's get on to the second round. Enough about those loser teams. Let's look about the teams that actually won. Edmonton versus Calgary. The best thing about this series is I have no idea what to expect. It's going to be so chaotic, but that's the best kind of thing. I'm so I'm so excited for first time since 1991. By the way, 31 years.
1: It's going to be a bloodbath. Simple as that. It's going to be a lot of physicality. It's going to be a lot of chippiness. There's a lot of chippy players on both sides of these teams. I – I could see the series getting ugly really fast. And my biggest concern going forward, because we got Super McDavid right now, which is all I've asked for since he's come into the league.
0: 14 points in seven games, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: it's, <laughs> like,
0: it's like right up there with like some of the best all time, like in terms of like points in a seven game playoff series. Like I think Gretzky had like 16, obviously, but yeah, he had like, he's like right there, like behind him with 14, yep. which is ridiculous. He was in on like 20 or 21 of the, the Oilers 26 goals in that
1: series. Yep. Super McDavid. Like, which, by the way,
0: Oilers had 26 goals that series. The Flames – what was it? The Flames and the Stars combined for, like, 29
1: in <laughs> <laughs> seven games. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a tale of two teams, basically. And the big thing coming into this series is just, like, we know Markstrom's going to perform. Is Mike Smith still going to have a 930 in this series? So he has, like, That's... a 940, I think, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, he is that still going to happen against Calgary? That's my oh. question. But Calgary has their scoring lows, too. So, it, like, it's just – how's the pendulum going to move? You know what I mean? Like, That's the thing. I, just, I don't
0: know. I'm so pretty excited.
1: So yeah, fun. it's going to be good. It, it's really close series. I feel like if Dry Saddle's healthy, it's a little bit different. But if he, since he's not healthy, it's really oh. right now. <sighs> Can't wait. It's going to be fun. Wednesday night. Here we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're –
0: or live streaming it tomorrow. I don't know if you'll be able to come on, but, like, it's a later game. But it's going it's mm-hmm. to be a lot of fun, definitely. Um, predictions? Who do you think's going to win? I
1: got Calgary. Calgary, I got one in the cup this year, so I'm sticking with them. I got them in seven.
0: I, I think I had Calgary go at least a couple. I don't remember if I chose in to win, but, yeah. Like, I remember, because I have Calgary in Florida final, I actually don't remember who I chose to win. All I know is I got six out of eight, which isn't bad for the first round. But, hmm. like. I remember there was that one point where both Calgary and uh, I think both Calgary and Florida were down 2-1 or, like, both were trailing in the series. And I'm like, oh, boy, this is not looking good. But now they both move down. I'm like, okay, looks a little bit better now. But Calgary, like, Calgary just, they are the better team. I think they got the better goalie. They got the better defense. Like, forwards, yeah, they don't have Connor McDavid, but, like, their depth makes up for it. But it's like, there's just something telling me the Oilers got, like, that magic. And this is just a gut feeling. I think the Oilers pull this off in seven. Either way, I I want to see this go to seven, and I don't care who wins. But, like, that would be so cool to see Edmonton go to the conference final and give us that second-round pick. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I'd i love to see McDavid in the conference final. I'm just going with what my bracket says. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm
0: going against the, my bracket. I'm pretty sure I chose Calgary to beat Edmonton, too. But, like, I don't know. Like, just being in Edmonton. Oh, like, I did. Yeah, you can feel you can feel the buzz right now in Edmonton, especially after they won that game seven. One of my friends' birthday was on the Saturday, I think, the game that they won, and he was at the game, and he got to watch them win, which is so cool. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I, this, like, I know Calgary's a better team, but, like, just the magic, like, I want to see Edmonton win. I think they could pull off, like, a seven-game series. It'll, oh, I'm so excited for it.
1: Oh, yeah, it's – it's one of the, like you said, it's one of those series where you just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, that might be the best thing. Battle um, Florida. What we thinking about that?
1: Um, Florida better fucking not play the same series. It just did because they no, will I not was, beat I was Tampa that way. That's know, for sure. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Hubert I better step the fuck up. Because Tampa's not going to allow you to... Dude,
0: even Barkoff up. wasn't
1: that great. Like, Ver- Verhagey He started goals. turning it on at the end, though. He was yeah. the one setting up those Verhagey goals. Yeah, know, that's, that's right.
0: true, yeah. So. Verhagey and Giroux were, like, Florida's best player. Like, even Bobrovsky wasn't that great. Like, I'm not impressed by Florida. But then there's, like, another part of me, like, they weren't even playing that well. They still won. Like, imagine if they actually tried, they might win. But, no, I... No, I wasn't impressed by Florida in the first round.
1: Yeah, I... I can't bet against the Cup champs, still. No, I can never play against Tampa. They looked like they were playing with their food and still got it done against a Leafs team that yeah. was literally fighting their demons. I've seen what this Tampa team does against this Florida team when it matters. They have their number, and until I see otherwise, I'm still picking Tampa. There's just no way around it. Andre Vasilevsky is probably going to take that momentum from Game 7 and lock in even more this series. Um, light travel also is going to be a huge thing in that series, so you're going to get very rested teams, I feel like. Um, the big thing is going to be can the secondary scoring for Florida really pick up because that's the big thing that got Tampa out of that round one series. Guys like Palat stepping up who had a really cold second half of the season. Uh, Hagel, Colton, not not really Kalorn, but um, Nick Paul in game seven, obviously. Corey Perry was a very noticeable piece in those games. Um, Pat Maroon, like you just – who's going to do that for Florida? Like Maxine Mammon, I thought looked good when he was slotted into the lineup Maxine in later Max- games in that series. Like he, he was actually getting some offensive production, but like you need stuff from guys like Duclair. Reinhardt got a little bit going, but you need it to, you need it more five on five. Um, Sam Bennett's a guy who was huge against Tampa last year. You're going to have to keep one, make sure he stays out of the box too. Yeah, Keep,
0: keep discipline.
1: He's such a, such a good player when he's used. Right. And if you could use him right in the series, I feel like it could be a game breaker. Mhm. Uh, Mackenzie weger simply cannot get turned to burnt toast again. Oh, he was last awful at
0: Washington. Yeah,
1: he's, he's not a playoff performer, bro. No, <laughs> he did this he did last, last year.
0: Like, last year too. Like, thank, uh, good thing for him, Act like came back because, oh.
1: Yeah, it's a problem. Like, it. Jeez, oh, they they are just such a like. I can't. I can't take Florida seriously. I really can't.
0: I can't, I can't take Florida be, seriously. Good for them winning a playoff series for the first time in a quarter century. But like, time to go play the big. Game. Otherwise, like, I'm going Tampa on six. I don't know Can about
1: pick. you. Like, if you got the same yeah. I don't even think Florida gets a seventh game. At the end of the day, it's, it's a goaltending thing again. Like, I'm taking Bobrovsky, or I'm not taking Bobrovsky over Vasilevsky. Simple as that.
0: I felt more comfortable with Jake Campbell, Jack Campbell, than I did with Bobrovsky. I'm not a huge Bobrovsky.
1: He's got that calming presence when he's in the zone. That's the thing. Like, he was making some saves that series, like big saves on the power play. Like, I don't see Bobrovsky making those saves. But Broski's the guy who lets up that back break, you just, right? Yeah,
0: he just doesn't inspire confidence in me. And, I mean, that can obviously be different for the players that's out on the ice, but just as a spectator watching it, no. Yeah,
1: not a lot of confidence. So, I agree.
0: Hi, Stevie. What do you think?
1: Stevie said, Yeah, even though it's the Cats,
0: the Panthers, he even knows the Lightning is where it's at.
1: Rodulent Cats, not better than Stevie.
0: That's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're not Stevie Cats, that's why. Anyways, so, yeah, both of us got lightning in six. Uh, next series, Avs versus Blues. I think this is going to be an, a low-key interesting series. Well, I think all of them are. Like, I think this is a really
1: good second round. Like, I think the Blues are going to catch the Avs off guard game one night. I think the Avs are really coming off fat and high and mighty from that first series. And St. Louis is out to prove something from last year. They're not going to be a pushover that got swept no. like last year. I think they're going to steal game one tonight in Colorado, maybe.
0: Well, I think they do
1: uh, – you know what? Like, I'm not going to say they win the series, but I yeah. think that series goes at least six just because of the way St. Louis is – Oh, it's not going to be sex.
0: a sweep like last year. It's going to be a really no, close – No, no, no. no. Oh.
1: St. Louis's offense got better, and they are – those those young offensive pieces that didn't perform last year for St. Louis are performing like a Kairu, like a Thomas. Like, still got O'Reilly's Terrasanko's cooking on, like, last year, even though I think he was – yeah. Perron's been great. Yes, you're 100% right. Hate him
0: so much, but it's right um, coming back.
1: Yeah, and then like Pareco's had a good series. Like you said, Bennington's been playing well. For they long. just
0: got better and better as that Minnesota series got
1: on. Yeah, I still Colorado, like Colorado's going to find their stride, but if they if they pull that crap that they did against Vegas last year where they just kind of let them play, hang around,
0: this they same most most will do the exact same thing to them.
1: Yep, St. Louis is not is there, the team uh, that's going to they, they, they have the experience too. That's the thing you got to remember. Like that team's made it farther. That core has made it farther than Colorado. They, Colorado might be one to with the three years today.
0: ago, and like a lot of those players are still there. That one.
1: Yeah, Colorado's got their Leafs uh, round syndrome now because the Colorado's got. they the, the Capitals
0: two. from like pre twenty eighteen.
1: Got to get out of round two. Have to. And, and literally that.
0: And that's why I'm going to choose the Blues, Blues in seven. This is my hot take. Like, the Colorado, without a doubt, is the better team, like, probably everywhere. But St. Louis has just got that depth. They got that playoff experience. Like, I need to see Colorado win. Like, can they get it done in the second round? I, it won't surprise me if they win. I think it's going to be a close series. But for now, I'm going Blues in seven. Not that I'm fully confident St. Louis is going to win. But I'm also not fully confident that Colorado is going to win. So, I'm... I'm gonna pick the team that's been a, that's won a cup within the last three years. So I'll go St. Louis and why not? Let's go with the hot takes. Going that's a-
1: Colorado in six. I think I think they're gonna stumble early because their St. Louis is gonna catch them off guard. But they're gonna find their stride. I think on the it, it really just depends. Like game three, I think, is gonna be a real turning point in the series. If they could steal one on the road in St. Louis, that's going to be huge. Because, like, if St. Louis steals one in Colorado, that's going to change the whole trajectory of the series. So, you got to – regardless of what happens the first two games, I'm very curious – you're going to see turning points in this series, I feel like. And, like, Game 3 and Game 5 are going to be two of them for me. Because I just think those are going to be times where Colorado is going to find that second gear that I don't think St. Louis might have this year. And also, it's a star power thing, too. Like, at the end of the day, like – unless O'Reilly plays like he did when he won the Selkie and the Conn Smythe, like, he's not taming Nathan McKinnon or Kyle McCarr this series. That's the big thing. Like, are you going to stop Kael McCarr this series? Because he has be- so far proven he's not getting stopped.
0: Oh, yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been their best player, definitely. Like, and that's saying something because McKinnon was also great. And- Had a cool game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Branton was amazing, and Landeskog still Landeskog, and,
0: like – They've got a great team. Like, I'm – They're a team. Yeah, they are a team. We are a team. To um, it, but well i think that's gonna be a fun series to watch though for sure it's gonna be a close series i think oh
1: yeah it's gonna be a lot closer than people think for
0: sure yeah Again, it's like that uh, they did jay fresh at a thing it's like who wins the series and it was like 85 to 15 like for for colorado and i'm like okay i can see colorado winning i don't know if it's gonna be like that like it's, they should be that heavily favored you
1: know sure. no and i would say that's it's mainly because of the goaltending. Like I just got to see it. I got to see it from Kemper. I got to see it from all those guys. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Oh, last series rematch from the bubble. Carolina versus oh. Rangers. This is probably the series I'm least interested in. I also said that no...
1: <laughs> least interested in the Rangers again. What can possibly go? Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a Rangers hater, I guess.
1: I love it, honestly.
0: Well, you know what. Maybe I bet it, I bet I bet it will be a fun series. Tony D'Angelo versus his former team. By the way, to Anti Ranta game seven, intro. like just like everyone, like just all the things people said about Anti Ranta, just like the story. Like, I don't have it off heart, but like Anti Ranta just seems like a cool guy. And you know what? I'm rooting for Carolina. Other than fuck other, other than D'Angelo. Fuck Tony D'Angelo, but it'll yeah, be nice to see Carolina finally get over the hump. I I think they do in this series. I think they beat Rangers in six. I do think the Rangers make it a bit closer. Like, like they, they beat Pittsburgh. They're not going to be an easy out, but I still think Carolina should take the series. i say Carolina in six.
1: Uh, See, so you and I aren't on the same page as this one. Carolina's going to fucking send them into the next season. It's not even close, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Like, they, the Rangers should have never made it out of round one. No, they, they, they really should. shouldn't have. If, Casey, if Louis fucking Domingue is not in net for six games, they don't make it out of round if Sidney if Crosby doesn't get hurt for two games, they don't make it out on one. And guess what, buddy? This Carolina team isn't built like this Pittsburgh team where that they lose a Crosby. They're fucked. No, they're like nine defensemen deep and like 15 forwards deep. So if you bang up one of their guys, they're just going to go next man up on your ass. And if we're being honest, Carolina hasn't even gotten their offense fully cooked yet. They're just getting the right scoring at the right time. You get an Aho to start heating up. You get a Sveshikov to start heating up like they had. You get a Vine to start heating up. Dude, I just – I don't see a world where Schistark is going to be able to hold the fort. And this – and I trust Ranta more than – I way more than I trust the Ming. I trust their system way more than I trust Pittsburgh's system. Um, I also trust Carolina at home way more than I trust Pittsburgh at home because they blew that game in game six hard. I just, I, I genuinely think Carolina wins this in five. I don't think it's, I don't think it's close. Also, Carolina's had this Ranger team's number in the bubble. So, like, hard swept in the bubble. You have to remember. So, and I'm pretty sure in the regular season, Carolina played New York extremely well. So, I don't know. And then now that I've said that, the Rangers are going to sweep them. So,
0: <laughs> no, I, I think Sisterkin steals maybe a game or two, but yeah, Carolina, I, this is clearly the better team I still think they won. I don't think Rangers would. I'd be very shocked if they did.
1: The Rangers can't play that bad five-on-five, five, but the only thing that makes gives me a little bit of uh, reasoning to think the Rangers might extend it more, Carolina does love to take penalties, and it's kind yeah, of the that, same. That that thing
0: cost, yeah, that almost cost Boston, yeah.
1: Yeah, you can't give the Rangers that many chances on the power play, and we kind of saw what that happened against Pittsburgh. So if that could be the only way I see it. Like, if Sir Sturkin stands on his head and Carolina's taking a fuck ton of penalties, yeah, that's probably, that series might go six or seven. But if Carolina plays the way that we know they can play, I think it's five. I think it's five. And they get, and they go to the conference final and are, the Carolina's on a demon run right now because then they're going to go play Tampa. And according to my bracket.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think they do play Tampa. And yeah. That'll be interesting. Uh, I think we. Had, I think the West was different for us. I think we both had different teams. Like I think I have Edmonton, St. Louis in the conference final. Mm-hmm. Either way, like like St. Louis, like other than St. Louis, like I don't care what combination of teams in the finals. Like I, would I'd love to see Colorado in the conference final with uh, Edmonton and Calgary or Edmonton or Calgary it doesn't really matter. Like I think like just McDavid versus McKinnon or Calgary versus. Colorado, pro- arguably the two best teams in the NHL, or not, not in the NHL, the West at least. Like mm-hmm. so, it'll be fun, and man, I would, I would love to see uh, one of the Oilers or Flames go to the final. That'd be a friggin' win. But uh, we still, we still got a lot of hockey to be be played. Um, Record like I think there's only like an hour until the first game starts. So yeah. There's Lightning still a lot of wins. hockey to be played. We still got round two, the round three, and then the Stanley Cup final.
1: Yeah. Also, one thing that's odd is, <laughs> do you see the Lightning and Panthers have play, play it back to back in that series? Yeah, so, that's weird. Like, but granted, like, yeah,
0: one, like, three games uh, on Sunday, except one game on Saturday.
1: Yeah, gotta love NHL scheduling. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, the 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 Panthers play eleven thirty on that Sunday, and then they play again at five p.m. and this is Mountain Standard Time. <laughs> Also before we ended it off, the Rockford Ice Hawks unfortunately got destroyed by the Chicago Wolves, which I think you probably could. Carolina's expect.
1: affiliate. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Chicago
0: like the Wolves. Even when they weren't with like the the, the Hurricanes, like other affiliate, like they're just always consistently one of the best AHL teams. So again, the fact they beat Texas in that first or, like got two wins, like like Brockford made so much great progression this year. And it's like one of the few, like like positive notes that's come out of this Blackhawks organization the past, like pretty much year. So let's hope they can yeah. take another step next year.
1: Right. Yeah, hopefully they will have more firepower. <laughs> yeah.
0: More young players coming in. Maybe they sign a few guys in a free agency to help out with the development. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. On the, to some playoff hockey. Um, I don't know, do you have anything else to add or we can uh, wrap this up here?
1: No, I got nothing else to add. So for um, as fun of a round two as we did, got a round one, I mean, five game sevens, two game seven oh overtimes. About best, a weekend best. best weekend of hockey ever. Best
0: weekend of hockey ever. Five sevens all on the weekend. And like awesome. two overtimes. And all like none of them are blowouts. Like, the the, the 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 least closest game was a two nothing Oilers Kings game. The others were like super
1: close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every other game was close. It's good stuff. It's good stuff all around. You're it's showing
0: for more. Hell yeah! All right, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy your Cheeves Day, and enjoy Tuesday, the great yeah, the Cheeves Day ain't it? And enjoy the great day of hockey that's going to be coming up. Peace out, y'all.